This podcast is brought to you by High Five Tom, a proud family member of Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. And honored to be part of The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of The Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Fight me for this belt. Last week on TV, I 
beaten you multiple times, would be more than happy to represent this company, to give back to this company, by coming out here and beating the bag off your ass one more time. So wait a minute now. Bobby Fish is accepting the challenge on behalf of Adam Cole? No, he's accepting the challenge on behalf of all the boys. Yeah, wait a minute. I gotta wonder, is there some sort of collusionary effort here between Adam Cole and Bobby Fish of Red Dragons? I gotta wonder, did Adam Cole send Bobby Fish out here? We gotta take a break. Bobby Fish is gonna wrestle Jay Frisco for Frisco's world title. Fans, don't go anywhere. Stay with us. We've seen him come and we've seen him go. And tonight, let the party begin. After eight years, the phenomenal AJ Styles, the prodigal son, is returning to Ring of Honor. Let the party begin and the fans are going to celebrate. And AJ, I'm sure you're going to celebrate. But it infuriates me. See, in the eight years since you've been gone, a lot's changed. These three faces, BJ Whitmer, Roderick Strong, Jimmy Jacobs, have stayed the same. Next week, AJ, you return to Ring of Honor by fighting Mr. ROH, Roderick Strong. You walked out of this company before. You walked out of this company before. But after next week, the back-breaking backbone, this company is going to make sure you can't walk anywhere. AJ Styles, you made the decision to leave Ring of Honor. And unfortunately for you, AJ, next week, we decide how you pay the consequences for your return. Well, what are pie fivers? It's your boy, Hi-Fi Tom, and I've got my good friend here, uh, Mr. Free Will Burning. Uh, Mr. Burning, sir, how are you tonight? Doing all right, Tom. How about yourself? Yeah, so far so good. So far so good. Now that I get to see your smiling face, you know, two times in the same week, Will, you know, life is always good. Wait, twice in the same week? You we said we in two episodes? No high fivers. If you're checking out the Visionaries Global Media feed, Will, you and I did some uh, recording on Sunday. We did. We talked about the mist. Finally, for for over two hours. Yeah, after <laughs> two hours recorded, there there was more talk, and there were still things that I I felt like I wanted to bring up that I don't think I did. But the the internet was proving. To be a challenge towards uh towards the end of the chat. So, <laughs> well, I mean, um, I you know we probably could talk about this off air, but fuck, it's our podcast. We do whatever the fuck we want. But uh, yeah, I mean, if, if we could do an addendum, unless uh, maybe we can uh, get chat on real quick because I know it's his one of his favorite movies, so that'd be fun. Right, you, you said he likes it too, so we can have a Visionaries Global Media Roundtable about the Mist. Okay, I, I'd totally be down for that. So I mean. Me and Free still got to do an addendum to the to the uh, Punisher, uh, so whenever everybody hits me up about that. So, um, but Will, yeah, we've got. Uh, how's your week been, other than that? So, work has been work, but today I didn't work. So, but I'll have you know, Tom, I I didn't watch the Ring of Honor episode today. I watched it yesterday. Did you tweeted I about watched. it? 
I did. I, I, I watched it ahead of time. I didn't squeeze it in. I didn't watch it on double speed. Wow. Yeah. You can hear this is audio only because you can see uh, my cat Smoke is tearing up through the house right now. So I don't know if you saw her, but she's got the zoomies. So. I'm, I'm, I'm tweeting this out now, but uh, it's uh, two years ago, Tom. We uh, we went to a little wrestling show in New York City. First time we met in real life. So, Allie, it's not on her Twitter, so I couldn't retweet it. So I had to screen grab it from Instagram. And I'm, I'm posting it on our account. Uh, a picture that Allie Catch posted um, where you can, if you want to zoom in and look around the crowd, you can find me, Tom, and Bauer enjoying the view. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you where. There's a lot of people and... Uh, a lot of people in the crowd are still wearing masks because it was New York City two years ago. But we're there. Yeah. Tom's yeah. wearing a Hawaiian shirt if it makes it easier. So. And I, and I, wait, did I forget my visor? I think I forgot my visor. You, you lost it. I think you had lost the visor. Well, I still have it. I lost my debit card. You did lose your debit card, which we found out when we got to the lobby. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a rich motherfucker, so it wasn't the end of the world, so. Um, yeah, I lost that in Nashville, so. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, it was the first time, you know, we were you know, only three, four, five episodes in. You know, that's where Milwaukee Tom was born. You know, and I think that was the first time you met Channing was just Matt in the real life, right? The first time I met everybody. Nice. It was a legendary trip. Took a sweet picture. So that was a good trip. Yeah. I said, I mean, uh, like we always famously say, neither of us were serial killers. Just two grown men meeting up, stay in a hotel room together for the first time. Yeah. And listen, remember, if you remember this or not, but it was originally supposed to be four people in that room. It would have been not. doable. Especially because we got the upgrade. Yeah. Who, maybe, you know, in the, the initial room, who knows what that could have been like. But, you know, that, that upgraded room was pretty swanky. Yeah. You know, the door swings Fancy in. shower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so dumb. It was awesome. That was a good time, so. But uh, we got a big show announcement for next week, though, huh, Will? Next week. That's you. You've seen the meme. It's that time. The the I I booked a guest. The last I knew, he was very excited about coming on. Uh, so I hope that that uh, watching Rio Honor TV and watching Wrestling's Finest hasn't changed that. Yeah. But when we record next week, Nick from None of My Friends Like Comics, nice, is going to be joining us to go over TV premium live event. That's right. We got pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. Oh, that's our first year. Wrestling, you got wrestling's finest first show of the year from Pennsylvania. Oh, that's right. Nick apparently has recently gotten back into wrestling. I don't know what wrestling he's watching other than the wrestling, hopefully, for the podcast. But uh it'll be fun to talk to him a bit. We'll probably get to bring comics and uh 
there's a good chance that maybe Tom and I will be on an episode of None of Our Friends Like Comics. Nice. And I just found uh, there's a comic book shop where my dad lives. My dad lives probably about 30 miles away. Um, but actually sponsors uh, one of my favorite wrestling promotions I just found out. So, and unfortunately, they, they don't open till noon, which kind of sucks. Um, so I'm usually out of my dad's town by them, but uh, you have to stop in there one of these days. So That, that sounds about right. My, my local shop opens at 11. Yeah. Well, shit, my shop's only open three days a week, too. I think I told you that, but... Yeah, uh, big been a big fan of Nick's show for a while. Tweeted him about stuff for for a while now, and then uh, you know the, the the pieces just happened to fall into place where I jumped on the jumped on their Patreon and asked if there was anything I wanted to plug, and I had him plug the show, and I just threw it out there. Hey, if you want to come on, he said I'd love to, and I said, how about in like two weeks? He goes, sounds great. Hmm. It, and it's it always kind of cracked me up like because their thing is it's supposed to be people who haven't read this comic and would you would you pick up this comic or would you would you skip it but pretty much everybody he, he brings on a lot of his friends who all read comics kind of how we bring in friends who all already watch Ring of Honor Wrestling yeah so this is, uh, I believe, going to be his first exposure to Ring of Honor Wrestling. Yeah, because your plug was on episode 55 or 56. It would have been on, I believe it should be 55, because 56 just came out. Yo, 57 just Let came me, out. 57 just came out. Yeah, Dark Reign. That's a part one. There's a part two. Maybe it's not in the... On the oh. feed here yet? Maybe it's because I saw it on the, uh, the Patreon. Oh, nice. Okay. Scoop. Yeah, it's so not yes, issue fifty-seven. Dark Rain, Fantastic Four, Fantastic Twenty Twenty Four, Part One. So yeah, I'm following y'all. Uh... Dig through that. Um, they cover a lot of Mark Millar stuff. You go back a little ways, they cover uh, some of the, the DC Elseworld stuff with uh, Batman and Dracula. Um, they did a bunch of episodes about uh, Watchmen and Doomsday Clock. Nice. Yeah. So this should be, hopefully this is a good time, and uh, and I don't I don't blow this, so. It'll be awesome, so. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to that, so. Um, yeah, the Watchmen. I mean, and I think. No, didn't you see the Squids was actually part of the original Watchmen graphic novel? Have you watched the show? Yes. Yes, the, the Squids um, are see, part of the graphic novel. See, I wonder if the graphic novel I had before, because it seems smaller than the one I've got now. The one I've got now is pretty fucking thick. And I'm kind of wondering if the other one I had was like an edited one because I don't remember any squids and it seems smaller. But yeah, we were kind of so in the like, in the original there was one big squid, okay. and its psychic energy is what killed like all the people. So when they did the movie, they didn't do that. They had it just be Doctor Manhattan killed all the people, a bunch of people, which makes sense. But the show, 
follows its continuity from the book. So I watched it and saw the squids and I said, oh, they're going with the squids. But there were some people who were like, I don't get the deal with the squids because like, you haven't read the source material. Yeah, I, we were joking around at the end of the Watchmen TV show. I said it would be funny if she just fell in the pool. So, yeah, I like the ending on that one, though. So, yeah, it's going to be a good time. So I'll be looking forward. I'll, I'll brush up on some stuff so I don't embarrass myself, myself too bad. I mean, obviously, I'm very, very, very new to this comic book thing. So, yeah, yeah. Uh... Maybe the first of two potential crossover episodes because Nick had brought up on Twitter. Maybe we come on and do do a power bomb. Love to. Which would I mean that'd be big. I mean that certainly got me back into comics strongly. Uh, I'd say because I was getting like a couple things here and there, but that got me like hyped. I'm like I need to get like all the covers. I need to get like and I kind of got back into like, just reading more because I was going to the shop more often. And for you, first comic you'd probably write in a while? Yeah. Yeah, since the first time I read The Watchmen, and shit, that was 10 plus years ago, I think. Yeah, because I bought that in a shop in Idaho, not in Stanley, Idaho, but the nearest town in Stanley, Idaho. So, smoke something. Off tail, kill. Are you chasing bugs? So, yeah, looking Also, forward. really yeah. cool that, uh, Alec Price just liked the the no context spoiler from uh, last week's top prospect question. So nice, that's awesome. So yeah, maybe maybe he'll listen listen to these busters talk about how he he at least wins one top prospect tournament. That's pretty that's pretty awesome. So I mean, um, yeah, unfortunately CJ's not on uh, the Twitter machine. So but I was I was really afraid. Because I didn't check with you about the photo first that I was going to make that, and you're going to message me and be like, "That's not the right guy." <laughs> no, you're you're spot on. You're spot on. So because I just took it, I I think I I think I threw in Midwest or like AAW in there. So I'm like, and I'm like, there could be another guy out there wrestling under this name, and I'd really hate to make this. <laughs> have you be like that's not the right person i'd be like oh no <laughs> yeah no actually the picture you got was from icw milwaukee which is perfect so hell yeah you know as uh, the midwestern wrestling roundup is an official sponsor of icw milwaukee and our curtain actually i should send you a picture yeah our curtain was finally uh put up at a at a show but it's in our story itself so hell yeah Making making some moves. Had my good friend. Uh, if you ever get if you get a chance, will my good friend, Mister or my new friend, Mister Hartenbauer, big Hartenbauer fan. Uh, he's part of the John E. Bravo family. Uh, that is John Capital E. Bravo in AAW. So make sure you check that out. So I'm gonna do a little self promotion in the hopes get no more over Hartenbauer than myself. Contrary to popular belief, but I'm just gonna leave that narky comment to myself. But um, but will we've got a uh, we've got some. Uh, Ring of Honor TV to go over through this week. We do. Episode 123? Yeah. 123. Wow. I watched it yesterday, and I remember not just what happened, but also the TV episode number. What is maybe giving up all the soda finally starting to have a benefit. <laughs> uh, where did this take place, Bill? This was still in Nashville, right? Yep. 
Well, I'm going to fuck with you a little bit, but what was the original where, where, The original air date? Today's the 24th. The original air date was the 27th. 24th. Was the 24th. Yeah. Yeah, they keep fucking up the dates because originally when we started this, TV was supposed to drop on Saturdays. Or, well, I mean, it was supposed to drop on Saturday, or the TV, was, or these episodes were supposed to drop 10 years to the day, but then they kept moving the dates up. So, yeah, no, it's, yeah, originally, as, so as we record, 10 years ago today, I was, uh, I was balls deep in studying for my EMT test at that point. So, yeah, can you believe the cops EMT? Yeah, can you believe they had me going around saving people's lives and shit? So, do, do you say, oh, sorry? Well, sorry, in between when you're doing CPR, it's like one, two, three, four. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> no. Um, so if you're wondering, uh, we are doing things a little different here this week. Uh, we are going to go over TV. Uh, we do have some great questions of Dishonor. Uh, and we're also doing this because we like to fuck with Brendan a little bit because sometimes he just listens to questions of Dishonor. Uh, so now he's got to listen all the way through. But speaking of Brendan... I mean, in fairness, there there are a lot of episodes where there's there's not much to listen. To, so. Yeah. Uh, but shout out to Brandon though. Um, he is currently a trivia yeah. with Eric Bischoff. Trivia run by Eric Bischoff. Not he's not a uh, competing on the same team as Eric Bischoff. Well, that's bullshit. But so, but Bischoff's gonna it be was, in probably, right? Like I got a, I got a notification that he sent something, but he didn't load. Like it, it didn't come in through the group chat. It came in just as like a message from Brendan, but it just gave me like the message couldn't be downloaded or whatever. So you're like, oh, congrats, you know, good luck, whatever. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. So uh, I hope it's good. Let's see here if I can pull it up. So you've got an Android too, huh? So hope I, I rock with the and I roll with the Android, yeah. Hopefully, Brendan, you know, wants a big trophy, bragging rights. Upsets my new Japan thread. Yeah, WCW Trivia Night featuring Eric Bischoff. Trivia covering the highlights, lowlights, and controversial moments of World Championship Wrestling with Eric Bischoff. At the Bolero Snort Brewery in Carlstead, New Jersey. Brittany went to a trivia night one night with uh, people that she worked with. There was a bunch of wrestling questions, and she got them all right. No shit. Were you the proud papa? When she came home and told me, I was, was very proud. I mean, the team had to help kind of, because she doesn't remember their actual names, but she remembers the descriptions of them, and they were able to piece together. Like Seth Rollins was the dirty one. Mm. Seth Rollins is so good. He is pretty great. His MCL's not, but he's great. Former AAW world champion, Tyler Black, now currently known as Seth Rollins. So so basically, was Seth Rollins so, taking on Gunther at WrestleMania or Royal Rumble? Can he wrestle Mania? Is his knee going to hold up to be able, or not Mania and Rumble? I don't know. Because his, his knee's not in good shape, so I doubt he's going to be able to put on... Yeah. Speaking of the Royal Rumble. For Mania, that'd be tight. Yeah. For the Rumble, 
I don't know if his knee would be able to hold up to a match without potentially making that like a lot worse. Yeah, it'd be cool if they do, old, they do the old Hogan Warrior thing where it's title for title. I was listening to another wrestling show. Let's do, uh, I'll, you know, Stephen Larson's going in Raw. It's another show I enjoy. And their chat, because their podcast is like ripped from their live YouTube show. Mm-hmm. So people were asking, it's like, well, Cody Rhodes wrestled with the torn Heck. Heck or whatever, which looked like shit. But I guess the thing is, is because that was already torn off the bone, like you really can't make it worse. Whereas the stuff with his, his knee is we can fix it or you can make this a lot worse. And it's like, you don't want to make it worse. That means he'd have to be benched. Yeah. I mean, Rollins has been at this for a long fucking time. I mean, he's getting, you know, and I, lo- I, I love the guy. So, I mean, you know, I mean, he's probably, I mean, he's definitely, I mean, this is a, a term that gets around a lot, but definitely a generational talent. Always amazing. I saw, it was a couple weeks, I think I sent it to everybody in like a group chat, the video of, I think it was just Randy talk, him and Randy talking about doing the, the RKO at Mania where he like launches him up from the curb stomp and then catches him in the air. And it's like, like, Oh, we can't do that. We, we don't know if it's going to work out right. Then they like, we got in the match. We're like, we have to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. That was fucking sick. But yeah, the Royal rumble is as people are hopefully listening to this tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you can catch your boy. The best place to, the best place to catch it would be in catering. With friend of the show, Mike Peterson. Former Tom's going to be Tom's going to be in catering this week. I will be. It's going to be interesting too. I'll be up and uh, visiting my good friend Andy. Andy and I. Uh, well, Andy's initials are tattooed on the back of my leg, but Andy and I have been watching wrestling together for. I mean, yeah. I mean, we watched the Mega Powers explode together. So, um, which is shout out to uh, fellow uh, show or fellow. Show on the Shining Wizards Network, uh, Duke and Rogue, as they are covering uh, WrestleMania 4 and 5. Um, yeah, another cheap plug for those guys. And I will see Mr. JJ Rogue in person here in a couple weeks. But yeah, so I, uh, yeah, I haven't had a beer in a couple months, Will. So after a couple beers and uh, hanging out and catering, so hopefully uh, Mike said it's going to be okay. So, but I'm not a sloppy drunk, so. I'll be that guy and say, you know, shouts out to Mike celebrating his sobriety. <laughs> I I haven't had a drink in a while either. I will say though, Downey Cider has got some blood orange ciders out on the shelves right now. Hmm. Calling my name. Interesting. I've I've cut I've cut out the soft drinks, but I never said I was giving up the hard drinks. Yeah, I mean, I never said I'm going to quit drinking, but I, I never really, very rarely ever do. I had a beer at Fourth Wall. And like I said, that was the thing about the pandemic was like, I'm a social drinker. I don't drink at home much. So I think all of 2020, I need add, you know, a 12-pack of beer. But anyways, Will, we got some Ring of Honor TV here. Um, like Will said, we are in Nashville. You know, this is TV episode 123. Uh, the first match here, Kevin Kelly is doing by himself. Uh, no Steve Carino. Uh, no uh, Prince Nana. Uh, but it is continuing our top 
prospect tournament. Um, if you remember last week, uh, Corey Hollis and his uh, um, the, his first thing is supposed to be wrestling some Bill Daly guy, kind of rescinded. Mike Pola is partner, so uh, but now it maybe looks like Alabama attitude split up. We don't know. Uh, but this time it was Raymond Roll versus uh, Corey Hollis. And I bet you Corey Hollis kind of wins. Mike Posey had won this his match. Uh, Hollis got in some offense. Like I said, the kid's got some potential, you know, and everything. But uh, really, at the end of this, this is this is the Raymond Roll show. Goddamn well, that fucking, that, that knee, you know, head into the knee thing. Right on, a, on an opponent he can actually pick up and, like, actually do the move to, not like that fat slob Congo. Yeah, Jesus. Um, you know, I mean, I'll, you know, it was a short match. Uh, I, be, I bet you uh, Shining Wizards Tony would love Congo. <laughs> but I like, uh, well, why am I fucking spacing out his name? The big dude, Ace Romero. AC baby. Yeah, Congo, not so much. But anyways, um, yeah, Will, do you really have any thoughts on this list? And I'm not trying to be short with the match or anything, but there wasn't really a lot to it. I mean, it was under five minutes. No, this is very obviously the Ray Rowe show. I mean, I feel like when you looked at this tournament bracket, there's two names that should have stood out. Yeah, and like I said, I, I, you know. Whether you're, whether you're coming from your more contemporary fan and you recognize – some names and some faces and you're like, Oh, or if you're in the know, oh. I mean, you, 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 you can't say that it's a longevity thing. Cause I mean, cheeseburgers probably floated around longer than all, all the other guys in this tournament, but yeah, cheeseburger, I don't think had much of a chance in that first round. No, you know, maybe if he drew the, the daily fella or, uh, if he drew corporate halls or something, maybe he would have had a shot. Yeah. But I think Cheeseburger against Congo or Ray Rowe or Hanson, that would have been a not in his favor. Yeah. Especially at this point in his career, he's still kind of, he doesn't have the show tay yet and everything, but, um, you know. Trey, he's not, I don't know he's back to Cheeseburger, but I don't think I appreciated a world famous CB. That fucking cowboy hat. The whole get up and everything, the, the entrance and everything. Yeah. There's a really cool fucking cheeseburger t shirt. I should have pulled the trigger on it when it was still, when you could still buy merch on Ring of on Honor Club. Um, I don't remember what it was, but it was really cool. No sh- and the Ring of Honor sh- merchandise was good. Yeah. So the I, shirts I, were good. Like the shirts were good quality and the designs are just cool. Yeah. So. Um, but we definitely kind of know who's whose tournament this uh, at least two people whose tournament this is to win. Uh, but listen, I mean, uh, Andrew Everett, like I said, I mean, don't sleep on that guy. And the guy, I mean, obviously, he was just on Dynamite like two weeks ago, yeah, you know, and he was on Ring of Honor too, I think. Yeah, um, kid had a good run, like I said, he was he was tagged up with Trevor Lee and AAW, so um, yeah, but next will it's kind of where the. I don't know. I mean, I get it, but uh, it's the 13 and 0 RD Evans uh, with Veda Scott versus Matt XL. Matt Isel. Matt, Matt. I think it's pronounced, it was like Excel or Axel, something like that. Um, he, you know, RD Evans, 
you know, Vegas Scott's pushing that Artie Evans is truly the top prospect when he's 13 and 0. Steve Carino went down the matches, and Kevin Kelly's like, where, where was that match? She's like, were these even recorded? Do these even count? Yeah. But he he's there to to go fourteen to zero. Yeah, you know, and uh, and he does. I I was a little impressed by some of the offense that Artie Evans did bust out. Like I said, I mean, but, I, not, like I didn't the, see either, but um, like the hangman neckbreaker he did, where he where he just hit that coming off the ropes, and I was like, you know, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, that frog splash he hit, you know. Um, the, the diving headbutt, I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a headbutt or if it was just the guy was uh, farther away than he thought. Yeah, I mean, Artie Evans, I mean, he's a legitimate athlete. Uh, you know, so I guess he did some time through AAW. But, uh, yeah, Will, I don't know if you saw the picture of uh, – I didn't realize this, but Truth Martini is a former AAW tag team champion. I don't know if you saw I tagged you guys all on that tweet. Oh, I saw it. Listen, Tom, I I, I should get it. I wish I could get a nickel every time AEW gets uh gets dropped either on this show or on the Twitter. Well, I mean, yeah, they got to start paying you. Confident Trent's got to start floating you a, like a dollar a week. <laughs> well, I that mean, and the, that and the mayor of Stanley, Idaho, got a um, mayor. Stan, I mean, we've got a good mayor now. The mayor before was a piece of shit, uh, but that's <laughs> um. But I mean, in my defense, though, I, I've gotten into the inner circle where AAW actually tags me and all that stuff, so it pops up. So, you know, I'm, I'm working my way around there. But anyways, um, we do have some future AAW watch alongs coming up here in the near future too. So, uh, but yeah, like uh, like Will said, R.D. Evans looked pretty good. He gets the win, I think, with the frog splash. You know, and then uh, Veda gets in the ring doing Veda things. Uh, she says now she's opening an issue challenge because R.D. Evans 14 and 0. Um, right, why why stop now? She's like, you're already warmed up. Open challenge. Anybody in the back. She doesn't care who it is. And she happens to name drop a Michael Elgin. And guess and out comes Michael Elgin. Yep. And then uh what did Kevin Kelly said? It's like what's well, like Beetlejuice? Yeah. You've seen Beetlejuice. Elgin gets I have not seen Beetlejuice. Oh. I saw the I saw the Beetlejuice cartoon. Oh, interesting. It's a good movie. But not, not the movie. Um, yeah, you should definitely check it out. And also, I guess they're doing a, a sequel. Um, yes. They uh, did some filming for that in New Hampshire. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. So shout out to Winona Ryder. So, um, yeah, I mean, Michael Elgin does Michael Elgin things. Yeah, uh, he, he gets in the ring, gets the mic, and says, ring the bell. And he demolishes R.D. Evans. And, and two, once again... You know, as good as Artie Evans looked earlier, um, he took a good whooping. You know, I mean, there is an art to getting her ass kicked. Um, okay, he was getting battered around the ring, and Vegas Scott's like, oh, he's going to get counted out. You know, like, is that what it's going to go to? Is he just going to, like, spend too much time on the outside? You know, nope. get counted out. It's like, no. Yeah, but Artie Evans, he wants that win. I can't. I, I kept going back. Also, I think Artie Evans just wanted to keep the lights on. Yeah. I mean, again, he got a couple moves and he got like a drop kick off, but then Michael Elgin hit him with a drop kick off the knocked him off the top rope. Yeah, he did like the he this Elgin did like the suplex from like the outside where he's standing on the ropes to good twenty strong fella. 
that's a he's a strong dude, and Artie Evans isn't a big dude. So I mean, but uh, but Will Elgin does what Elgin does. He hits that you know uh, the power bomb. Uh, but wait, Michael Elgin wants some more. So we kick. He doesn't off. go for yeah. the pin because he's dumb. He's full of hubris because he's the dumb babyface. Well, he just well he just wants Adam Cole that bad. So he's trying to make a statement. Uh, but yeah, put some rings in the chair, you know, some rings in the chair, some chairs in the ring, uh, power bombs, Artie Evans threw it and, uh, gets disqualified the first time. How often do we see a fucking disqualification in ring of honor? You don't see it very often. I mean, Carino calls throwing whenever somebody goes over the top rope, but. Or whenever someone gets chopped. But yeah. Those, those chairs didn't move. No. Those were not gimmick chairs. So Artie Evans came down on those chairs and the momentum from hitting it caused the chairs to move. But like they didn't like crumple or nothing. Those were sturdy chairs. Yeah. Um, but so Zeta Scott, you know, over the moon. Or Klein, Hardy Evans is 15 and 0. It's got a win over Michael Elgin. So, like Will tweeted earlier uh, earlier this week, uh, the streak continues. So. And I was kind of embarrassed to say I didn't know what you're talking about at first. I'm like, oh, wait. So, duh. Uh, but then we see real quick uh, AJ Styles is coming. The Phenomenal One is returning to, to Ring of Honor after uh, what's been an eight-year absence, which we'll hear about later. Uh, but next, Will, we have a 2013 Top Prospect Tournament Rewind um, where we get Matt Taven versus Tadarius Thomas. And, Will, I really like this match. Yep, Taven came out, Truth Martini music, but no Truth Martini, Martini no Hoopla Hotties. Everybody's saying on commentary that the, the House of Truth is, is done so. Yeah, and uh, TD didn't come out with ACH, you know, so they're not making any big deal about that. But, uh, you know, it was really kind of cool last year for both of us to watch really these two get better in the ring in front of our eyes. I mean, compared to the match, I mean, the match they had in the top prospect tournament last year wasn't bad, but you know, they both had a good run last, you know, in 2013. You know, um, so interesting to see where Matt Taven goes from here. Obviously, he's kind of a man lost without his uh, without his title. Uh, but in the end, um, you know, TD goes off top rope and eats a super kick, and then Taven hits a frog splash, and uh, Matt Taven gets back in the winning ways after losing his TV title. So. We, yeah, we got this new Taven. He's on the straight and narrow. So we'll see how long that lasts. Obviously, we, we, you know, Will and I both have the benefit of hindsight, so we have a decent idea where his future lies sometime in the future. But uh, yeah, I really like this match. Um, but then we get a real quick promo here. Jay Briscoe's calling Adam Cole a bunch of naughty words. Um, you know, kind of their uh, their promos back and forth. You know, we talked about Adam Cole last week said he'd give Jay Briscoe a, you know, answer on his rematch. Basically, he'll do it next week. Um, you know, and then we get Jay Briscoe in the ring. And uh, um, I do love that Steve, he drops a They Live reference. I thought that was pretty awesome because he just wants to chew some bubble gum and kick some ass. Uh, but, Will, then out of nowhere, um, we were kind of talking about this in pre-production, Body B Fish answers the call. Obviously, we know... You know, the Undisputed Era going forward. Actually, you know what's funny is the Undisputed Era is not that far away from where we're at right now, by the way. Um, 
No, but, it's uh, not. So, you know, no real affiliation other than being on the same team, champions versus all-stars. But Bobby Fish comes out and says, why would Adam Cole waste his time wrestling for you for a belt that doesn't mean anything that you went and had made yourself? Some chicken farm in the basement, some chicken farm in Sandy Ford, Delaware. Um, so Bobby Fish says he's coming out to not only represent Adam Cole, but all the rest of the boys in the back to show you that a real champion can stand up to whatever this nonsense is. Yeah. And uh, it's it's no small feat because they put over. Bobby Fish has only been pinned once in Ring of Honor. And it was champions versus all stars. So he has no singles losses. Yeah, and I don't think. Point. Yeah, I don't think he's been pinned in tag team competition. I mean, obviously, as they're the champs, um, and hopefully, Ring of Honor, you know, keeps to their word and starts actually pushing this tag team. That's another story in itself. Um, yeah, but these two. Um, oh, actually, real quick before the match starts, we did get a quick uh, promo from the decade. Uh, from Roddy Strong, Jimmy Jacobs. Yeah, because Roddy, Roddy Strong is wrestling AJ Styles next week. Yeah, talk about a fucking match of the year contender. Um, what yeah. a what a great match for Nick to come on to. Yeah, no shit. Um, so yeah, and the decade cast pulls out their, their mission statement. Um, then everything, but uh, the match starts and they're you know it's they've got a good fifteen minutes. Uh, but the you know we say this all the time. Well, you know Styles make fights, and these two are fucking tailor made for each other. You know Bobby's shoot style, you know of wrestling, you know, and Jay Briscoe is just it, fucking ass whooping. Well, that's the thing is is Bobby Fish is I mean very vocal about how like don't do kicks if you don't really know how to do the kicks. So even though he really has like a brawling style it's just not like a sports entertainer brawling mm-hmm. style so like, i'm sure jay briscoe is more than happy to like eat some like legitimate hits or whatever he's probably like, yeah hit me as hard as you want and i'm sure bobby fish went the same way it's like you know to do it like it's what you do it's a gig yeah and you know he's he's not a tag team champion for nothing. No, Bob, Bobby the Fish is really good at what he does. He is very good. I know Kyle is like the one that like everyone like points to, but Bobby Fish for you know undisputed era Red Dragon, you know whatever you want to call that any iteration of this group, he's really good in the ring. And his promo work is pretty good, too. That's great on the mic. Um, you know, for somebody who's, you know, half a millennial old, he is in amazing shape. Yeah. Um, has any, I mean, he made his debut in TNA slash Impact, but they haven't done anything with him, right? I know he's had a couple of actual fights. Well, so maybe, uh, who knows, maybe Impact just couldn't make it work and... Kyle O'Reilly is supposed to be potentially working towards coming back. So, I mean, maybe Tony Khan can get him back in when Kyle O'Reilly is ready to come back. Nice to see so. Um, Because you're going to need to fluff up that group. You're going to have your undisputed kingdom and your 
big bang 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 club yeah you know you gotta get ready for the next war games yeah or what do they call it uh blood and guts and guts Blood and guts, you'll have Bang Bang Gang and the Undisputed Kingdom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, real good match. Obviously, these two do with these two. I mean, obviously, Bobby's fucking tough as nails. Jay likes to put a whooping. Uh, Bobby came back. Um, but in the end, you know, Adam Cole comes out, uh, grabs Jay's quote unquote fake belt. Uh, Jay takes a swipe at him. Uh, then Bobby, uh, you know, well, Todd's third turned around. Bobby nuts him. Uh, hits that Saido suplex, uh, but Jay kicks out. And then uh, Adam Cole gets on top on the ring apron. Jamie pushes Bob, um, Bobby into Adam Cole. And then I gets his distraction, and Jay nails a really sweet fucking Jay driller. God damn for the win. Um, yeah, so Jay obviously retains his, his quote-unquote face championship. And after the match, we get some shenanigans. You know, Adam Cole jumps in trying to beat up at uh, Jay Briscoe and everything. Uh, but he drops his belt, and uh, we end uh, the TV episode uh, with Jay Briscoe holding both belts. So, you know, thankfully, there's well, kind of how this all fits out, right? The go home math you don't want to be holding the belts on the go home show, that usually is not, not good for you. Yeah, so we'll see what happens at Wrestling's Finest. I don't think that's one of their. I think that's just a, a bigger house. I don't know. I guess we'll see because I don't know what their big show is next coming up is. I mean, Supercard's not till April, so we well, get the anniversary show, which we have a guest. February is the anniversary show, yeah. Yeah, so we do have a guest coming up for that one also. So, um, but Will, like we always ask at this time, uh, if this was your first episode of Ring of Honor TV, would you keep watching? No, I didn't think this was too bad. Oh, I, it, it, I like that they didn't kind of dwell on stuff that had already happened. I think it was a nice idea to have Matt Tave and Tedarius Thomas again. Yeah, it was a nice touch. Bobby Fish getting the chance to shine in the singles match. I mean, and even the R.D. Evans stuff, like, I kind of expected Elgin to just kind of come out and like, Backfist buckle bomb. Power so bomb. the fact that they did they did actually put like a match together and Elgin technically lost. Yeah. You know, and you know, he just, he lost in a good way where it's like, you know, I'm just focused on killing Adam Cole. Yeah. So uh, you know, RD Evans is a streak, you know, it, uh Steve Carino's never won this many matches in a row, you know, he's never seen a streak this long, so I guess we'll see where it, ha- it goes from there. So, um, you were a little higher on this episode than I was. I mean, maybe looking back a little Which bit. Which is funny because I mean, you you didn't sound down on it at all when we we're going over anything. No, yeah, I'm really so excited. You know that Raymond Rowe. Um, you know, obviously we know kind of what's going forward. Really excited for that. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, what you mean? Because we know the finals and who wins. I don't know who wins, but I do know the final. You don't know who wins, huh? Ooh, interesting. Yeah, but obviously we know what comes out of it, which I'm really yes. excited for. So we're talking about the tag team division. So, um, yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, I, I'd be intrigued. Uh, they haven't really pushed this show coming up in, in 
Is it in Pittsburgh or Philadelphia? Philadelphia. Oh, nice. So they're going home. Yeah. So, cool. Um, yeah, I think I would. You know, like I said, it's it's interesting. They're 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 really kind of doing more in ring action now. Obviously, this is the new year. Obviously, every TV show's had four matches. So right, we're getting ready to go into fighting February. Yeah, technically, this one had five. Yeah. But technically, already Evans had two matches. So. Um, fighting, fighting February is just around the corner. Fighting February almost killed the show. It started out so good. Yeah, like one of the best episodes of the year. That, that Mike, like the, the two matches we got were like really good. And it's like, if this is what we're going to get for a month, this is great. And then it's like, what happened? Well, that's another thing. Um, not on a match, but uh, I think they said next week, Bennett is going to be in action too. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Well, I missed a, I must have missed a bunch of stuff on this week. So. He said it on, Kevin Kelly said it on commentary. Okay. Um, but yeah, we've got Andrew Everett versus Warbeard Han- Warbeer Hanson, I believe. Um, AJ and Roddy, obviously, I mean, two of the best to ever do it. That's, I want to go, I want to preemptively say that could be a match of the year candidate. Yeah, especially at least for TV, so for sure. So, um, cool. Well, um, we'll just take this time, time to plug all of our friends. Obviously, make sure you're checking all the great shows here on, uh, the Visionaries Global Media. I uh, do shout out. Want to shout out JCB and uh, Mr. Big Dick, uh, Big Dick Brett. Um, are actually our New Japan thread people. We're all getting together for Windy City Riot. Uh, but we got two episodes of the Phoenix Splash podcast this past week or in the past week. So shout out to those guys. Two episodes. Yeah, it was uh, it was good to see. So um, Brett will be returning on for the watch alongs here in in the coming weeks. So obviously we're good to see. Uh, that and then obviously make sure you're watching fan from ringside uh obviously my boy jcb bill and zach and then we've got uh good cop bad cop you know make sure you're checking out there get in those fan cop moments uh you know so shout out to good uh my good friend graham uh former guest of this show and maybe future guests uh matt and uh nishkai ryan and then obviously uh the godfathers of visionaries gold media um chad diesel um, I know they kind of were a little sparse on their football coverage towards the end, but I have an idea that they're uh, can become back strong, and I think we're gonna get some more brainbuster boys. And uh, yeah, obviously the Chris Talks Games guys, and the, um, hopefully the Dungeons and Junkies guys come on. Um, I know it's a little tough. Chad's got two kids under two years old in his house right now. Ugh. Yeah. Glad well, I'll never have that problem. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, shout out. So make sure, um, and let's say if you're following all the great shows. I'm Visionaries Global Media. Make sure you're showing all the you know Visionaries Global Media on uh, the social medias. And uh, we're going to drop this nice commercial break here for all our good friends of the Shining Wizards Network. And uh, we'll see everybody, other everyone on the other side of this commercial break. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh. We cry. We interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling. And we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms. And we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray, inviting all of you to check out the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. 
Join us as we cover all things current in the world of pro wrestling, as well as paying homage to the old school, the squared circle. So listen in and find out why we are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. Find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast from. And as always, we are the proudest members of the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media. The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. G'day guys, my name is Thomas, one half of the Broadcast Podcast. With our podcast, we go back and watch wrestling events from WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, AEW, and many other wrestling promotions. You can check us out on Twitter at The Broadcast. That's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. And you can also download all episodes on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, and many other podcast apps. Got 30 minutes to kill? Come check out 30 Screams or Less, where we review a horror movie in 30 minutes or less. We cover new movies and old ones, too. We'll give our honest thoughts on the movie, good or shit, as well as a rating of each one that we watch. New episodes weekly, available on the Shining Wizards Network and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. Come check us out at 30 Screams or Less. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick-ass podcast, or playing in punk bands, or recording kick-ass heavy metal albums, then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. If you like your music heavy, then check out Radioactive Metal on the Shining Wizards Network. For over 16 years now, Radioactive Metal has been one of the longest-running podcasts. Over the years, we've interviewed some legendary metal acts, had some awesome discussions, and cranked a hell of a lot of tunes. So join your cool Uncle Snowy and his co-host Aaron for the audio mosh pit that is Radioactive Metal here on the Shining Wizards Network. Are you tired of being lied to every day by the mainstream media? Do you want to know what's really going on in the world? Do you want to make up your own mind about things and not be told what to think or say? Then listen to Inconclusive Breakdown, a weekly anti-PC look at the world of entertainment and current events brought to you without censorship or filters. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, BitChute, and on ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And also, we're a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. Whoa. All right, what up, high fivers? Make sure you're supporting all the great shows here on the Shining Wizards Network. Um, and once again, thanks to Matt and Tony 
and uh, Kevin and Kevin, obviously for, for bringing us part of, of the network. Um, you know, I don't I gotta think- get one of those. I got to get one of those new wizard shirts. Those do look pretty dull. Um, I, I should get the, uh, the, the Ramones mock-up one. I think we talked, I don't know if we talked about this on air or not, but I, I just thought it was so funny that, that Pony thought that, you know, the four horsemen were so sacred, but obviously we can rip off the Ramones, you know, logo, <laughs> which I guess isn't as sacred. So I just thought that was pretty funny, but. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's punk rock, man. Yeah. You know, so um, speaking of Tony, someone that's ducking us, uh, we need to get him on the TV or here on uh, on the show here um, sooner than later. So I'll uh, be yeah, no, all bullshit side. Thanks to those guys. I mean, you know, Matt did reach out to us. Um, they're both on the network, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, all they do, you know, that's where Will and I met. Um, I don't know why I'm feeling all sappy all of a sudden, but fuck those guys. They, they, they let me come on and look like a fucking idiot in front of Kevin Kelly, you know? It's, what else could I ask for? Yeah, my show was pretty bad too, so I got nervous. Well, you you had them watch a terrible show. I thought it was a great show. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Maybe because yeah, you a- did. No, <laughs> I did. I really, really did. Well, if you look at it, they haven't had someone do that since. So I, I fucked up the whole gimmick. Yeah, they. I no. It's like Crotzo never got a. I know there's a lot of logistical things holding up Kratzo from guesting on an episode or whatnot, but well, I mean, yeah, they, they, they I think they they had that Patreon thing. Was Kratzo on a Patreon thing? No, but I'm saying that was something they did. So I mean, knowing him, he probably just like, nah, just you know, I'll keep giving you my money. So he's so humble. I'd love to get that guy on. So Kratzo, if you're listening, you have an open invitation, my friend. We'll make it work. You know, Kratzo is my favorite listener from Austria. Yeah. I said it. Yeah, that's throwing down the gauntlet. So Austria, get your. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming he listens. I, I could be wrong. He might not listen to anything that we do, but I'm assuming he does. He watches my friend's YouTube videos, so I, I've got to trust that he at least listens to us. I wouldn't be shocked if he's at least listened a couple times. But yeah, Kratzo, all bullshit aside, um, yeah, you have an open invitation, um, and also well, we can do. A, it almost works in our favor, right? Because Tony's never on because we record after his bedtime. Right. But Crotzo could get up and have breakfast, and we could have a midnight snack. Yeah, I'd be down. You know, um, we could all have sausages and bagels or whatever they. Or I don't know some, some schnitzel. Did you just say bagels? Bagels. That's awesome. That made my day. So yeah, it's funny whenever I record my friend Gene. Um, yeah, because I mean, he's in Australia too, so it's always like one of us is at some fucked up time, you know. So it's either like super early in the morning or it's like me recording at like 3 a.m. But, um, we did a really cool review of uh, the movie Romper Stoppers, like three hours long, it was pretty awesome. So, one of my favorite podcasts for the longest time was the Metal Sucks podcast. There's this two, these two guys, Chuck and Godless. Chuck lived in Texas. And Godless was in Ireland. And then there was one episode where they interviewed a guy who was in Australia. So they're like trying to figure out a time that works it. for all all three of those time zones. You know, making it, sure everybody's on the same page for what time they're supposed to be on the call. Well, and that's cool because like I said the Zoom link does it your local time. 
Yep. I'd send to you, so which is kind of nice. So it's kind of nice to do that. But yeah, it's a uh, you know as much as I, I hate technology, um, sometimes it's cool. Obviously, the Zoom shit for that. You know, um, still fuck this goddamn palm scan for fucking. Whole Foods, scan your palm to pay for your groceries. This is where we're at. Scanning. Where's my total recall three titties? That's what we really need. That's the sci-fi we need. Yeah. Yeah. So, ah, that was such a good uh, fucking Schwarzenegger. I think I'm going to do a review. Me and my buddy Andy are going to get drunk and do a review of Commando one of these days, so. Which is easy for me to get drunk, so we'll see what happens this weekend. So, <laughs> drinking my. All right, Tom. What? Uh... But speaking of time zones, will um, someone else we need to get on this show is Mister UTT Rob. So, Rob, I'm reaching out to you. Let's get you on here, my bad. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out the time. But speaking of Rob, I mean, for right now, we can we can answer his question. So, we'll answer. We'll we'll, we'll again. We'll have a little. SJ sandwich. We'll do one. We'll do the first question Rob sent. We'll do SJ's question, Rob's other question, and because Brendan only listens to hear the questions, we're going to do Brendan's question to end the show. <laughs> this was Tom's idea, not me, Brendan. That's this wasn't me. You know, I'm I'm just sitting here with my Stanley Cup full of seltzer water. I'm innocent. Oh, so you got one of those Stanley Cups, huh? Well, I just have a plain black one. That Brittany got for me. This this one, nobody was uh, clubbed, bludgeoned, stomped, maced for for this. It's just your standard black. I mean, it is full of jalapeno citrus line or jalapeno citrus margarita polar seltzer. So, I mean, I still got six cases. Yeah, but uh, yeah, let's let's do an SJ sandwich here. I'm sure she'll get definitely get a kick out of that for sure. Um, so what's a Let's uh, do the non-Shawshank redemption question from Rob. So with all the brothers wrestling talk on episode 108, which two members of Ring of Honor 2014 roster could convincingly pass as siblings while they're trying to chat up strangers in a bar? You know, um, the first one comes to mind is a, Actually, Truth Martini and Matt Taven. And all of t- obviously, Truth is an on-screen character. I was it? We'll, we'll have to see. We haven't seen Truth in 2014 so far. Yeah, so that's if he's even part of the roster. Nice, smokes. He's uh, not part of the roster anymore. But my first thought when I read this was Eddie Edwards and Roger Strong. Okay. Yeah, and was, who we haven't seen yet, if I recollect correctly, I feel like Brutal Bob and BJ Whitmer could kind of be passed as like siblings ish. We'll see, you know, when we see uh, Brutal Burgers later this year, we'll have to come back and revisit this. You know, I thought you were going to say a Brutal Bob and Cheeseburger. That would have been funny. Um, See, I didn't want to go with saying like cheeseburger and ACH. You know, I mean that's low hanging fruit. But I mean, besides, I the, mean, I look just all bullshit aside. ACH and Tadarius are built and do look pretty similar. 
Uh, besides, obviously, you know, um, the, the simple fact. But, uh, you know, the first thing that came to mind was uh, was Adam Cole and Matt Taven, if not Truth Martini. Smokes high. Santa Will. Being shy. You're so pretty, Smokers. Um, I just had a really good – oh, actually, speaking of the top prospect turner, this is kind of um, topical. But obviously, I mean, and for the longest time, I kind of thought they were brothers. Um, but Warbeard Hansen and Raymond Rowe, you know, after a couple drinks, you could definitely see those two maybe, you know, <laughs> as brother, you know. I mean, if Raymond, and like I said, I mean, if Raymond Rowe came up to you in general and tells you anything, I mean, are you going to question it? I mean, look at the bad motherfucker. Yeah. We'll see. You know, maybe, maybe he's one of those kooky types that live out in the woods. You don't know. But still, um, yeah, actually, one of my favorite podcasts. Actually, yeah, the Post America podcast from my buddy Richie Crutch from Wisdom and Chains, one of my personal favorite bands. I actually had Raymond Rowe on a couple years ago when he was with the WWE, which I was kind of shocked. Um, yeah, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say fuck it. I'm gonna say Hanson. And Rowe look like could look like brothers. That's my final answer. They look a lot like these guys who are wrestling the WWE now called Eric and Ivar. Yeah, it's weird. Kind of like how I just can't quite put my finger on it, but same as saying El Generico gave me very similar vibes too. You know, it's can't quite put my finger on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh is Roddy and Edwards your front your final answer? That's what, again, Eddie Edwards isn't on the 2014 roster, but that's who came to mind first. That's right. He's gone. So, I mean, he's been featured in video packages, but he is not. He's still referenced in the intro of the show because you have the voiceover of soaring and scoring. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, in a weird way, I could see Jimmy Jacobs and Roddy Strong Pulling it off, like here on the big jock and here on the the emo guy, black people family. You know, if you've got a really quick passing glance, Cliff Compton and Truth Martini. Yeah, the hair, the hair, the sunglasses. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm still sticking with Raymond Rowe and Warbeard Hanson. You know, get a couple I mean, of drinks, do a couple shots of Jack. You know, I mean, Ray Rowe and Hanson could could potentially be your answer to SJ's question too, because SJ wants to know. Uh, we could have a huge birthday bash, and an ROH promoter says we're going to do a match at your birthday party. What Ring of Honor wrestlers would you pick to fight at your party? So. She's her question says a Ring of Honor promoter. We can have a match, so this isn't confined to 2014. This could really be any era. I'm gonna do both because more content is always good. For a more contemporary one, I would say I want the foundation versus the righteous that we never got to see. Ooh. I want the match that we're supposed to get at 
final battle and whatnot that we didn't actually get. That's a good call, Will. If we're looking at more of like a 2014, I don't even know who's booking Ring of Honor at this point. I should know stuff like that, but... I think it's delirious. So what's our dream match for 2014? It's tough, right? Because the the roster's kind of on the slim side. So a lot of matches that we have available, we've already seen in some way. Okay, well, I'm going to assume this person is back for Ring of Honor 2014. Uh, they were back in 2013. But I would love to see AJ Styles, the returning AJ Styles, who we'll see next week. They don't want none. Versus Paul London. Assuming he's on the 2014 roster. I wouldn't be mad at that. I don't think anybody would be mad at that. That sounds like a that sounds like a grand old time. Yeah. And then Ring of Honor of the Past. I'm trying to think of somebody, you know, a couple of people that, well, you know, they were a tag team. Saw them in a match together. I mean, Nigel and fucking Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson were always fucking money. But somebody early. You know, and I I put it over the fact that he liked the tweet earlier, and Brendan and I are, I don't know if you've seen any of his stuff, but I think Alec Price and Kyle Fletcher Oof. would be a hell of a match. Yeah. If Tony Khan wanted to make my birthday, besides shilling me out the nine ninety nine for Honor Club so I don't have to pay for it that month. Here you go, Will. Well, 2014 is tough because I feel like when I think about like who I would want to see in a match, they've wrestled everybody for the most part. You know me. Oh, I got it. We haven't, we haven't seen Elgin versus Hanson yet. That could be... I was going to say man. Elgin versus Samoa Joe. But no, I forgot about one of the most dominant TV champions of all time. Speaking of the top prospect tournament, someone who will in the future ruin a whole year of the top prospect tournament, I'm going to go Samoa Joe versus Jeff Cobb. That could happen. Yeah. I hope that, it that could be a, That could be a forbidden door matchup. Yeah. Um, another matchup too that'd be a lot of fun if the Pretty Boy Killers broke up, and we got uh, Keith Lee in his prime versus Shane Taylor in his prime. So I will say, we don't really talk about contemporary Ring of Honor, whatever have you. John Moxley and Shane Taylor being on Collision and not on Dynamite. I'm like, I can't believe they're giving this match away on a show that nobody watches. 
And kudos to Shane Taylor. Dude fucking has the biggest match of his career, probably, against John Moxley on TV show nobody watches. And then the motherfucker puts over somebody else in his stable. I don't know if he puts saw over that. Lee Moriarty, yeah. And he ain't wrong. He's a thousand percent Tiger right. style. Yeah. Shane Taylor, yeah. So Shane Taylor, you I'm a human being kind of that guy's a human being. So I might there there might be enough going on on Dynamite that I might hazard a watch every now and then. Impact, I might have to start dropping the dollar a month or whatever for the YouTube membership. I need to, yeah, I'm really happy for them. So, because you know what? Because you keep thinking they're gone. And then they come back a little stronger every time, then they go back, and then they come back out, and they come back. You know, the, the rebrand, we'll see if it actually helps with anything, but I mean, so far, so good. I mean, you've got, I mean, if we're going to see a feud between Edwards, right? Edward, no, Edwards is part of who do you say? Kazarian and Eric Young are going to have a, a feud. It's like, I wouldn't be mad at that. Alexander's still putting on like bangers against Osprey and Hammerstone, and I hope we get. He's, he's not your. He's he's not the champ still, right? No, no he is the champ. No, no. Just Moose just beat out Shelly. Moose. Yeah, that's why Nemeth attacked Moose. It's a moose. <laughs> Um, I hope I hope we get Josh Alexander and Team One that this year. I really, really that guy. That guy deserves. That would be really cool. I really, really, really hope that happens. So, um, yeah, SG, um, SG. Not a question of dishonor, but uh, we're talking about some G One. We're talking a little New Japan. Where you think Okada's going? I really, actually, think. I mean, I thought this. Before the article that came out, but I think he goes to WWF. I hope so. I yep. really hope that's where he goes. Dude, he's young. He can collect fucking paychecks. He can rest up. He can. I, I would go out of my way to watch WWE if Okada was going to be featured on WWE. You know, and and I think it's a good start starting him in NXT. I mean, it worked for Nakamura. I mean, Triple H booking Okada. Okada's too big for NXT. We think so, but I don't know. Nakamura was the same stage that Okada was, and Nakamura went there. And I mean, they so it's it's a little different because I feel like Western audiences have maybe had more exposure to Okada than they think they have. Okay. So, like, case in point, coming out soon. I really want to get it, so if anybody wants to buy me an $80 video game, you know, I'll send you my deets. Uh, but uh, Tekken, and the last mainline Tekken game, there was an alternate skin for a character called King, who's a luchador, wears a jaguar mask, and it was an, an Okada-inspired like jacket and mask and stuff, and he would do a special Rainmaker move that was only active if you wore the Rainmaker getup. Wow, that's pretty badass. So, I don't... And you could portray Okada to be big enough. Like, I appreciate some people like, well, Impact. And it's like, 
it would be kind of cute, right? To like the redemption of like Impact and TNA to be like, yeah, we really didn't do a good job the first time. Well, I mean, he showed up, you know, with uh, more city machine guns. But, so. you know, Impact doesn't have the money. No. Tony Khan could have the money, but a lot of people are saying, like, all the matches Okada would have in AEW, you've seen them all mostly already. WWE, with the exception of, like, the the Good Brothers, AJ Styles, and Finn, that's all new matches. Well, and Nakamura, obviously. But I thought that's not where I fight in my bed. But it's I mean, like, I love the idea of having an open challenge at Mania by, put out by like Nakamura or a, or a Finn Balor or an AJ style, like one of those, one of those guys. And it's like, bring out Okada at Mania. The people who are at WrestleMania are going to know who Okada is. Yeah. But I don't think if he goes to NXT, it's a step down that people are acting like it is. Give him six months. I don't see Okada coming over to do NXT. He wants to do Mania. If he gets to fight Dragonoff. Then you bump up Dragonoff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I guess we shall see. He's not going to. I haven't watched NXT in years. It's mostly pretty good. I honestly, I kind of fell off once they made it two hours. Oh, I, wow. loved one hour. I loved one hour NXT. I watched NXT two hour long a little bit, and then when they went to like the two point and stuff like that, it's like, eh. yeah. So they're but kind they're- of losing, and it's tough too, right? Because you you get so into a roster, and then it's like, all right, all the people I really liked aren't here anymore. Because they shouldn't be right. Because they're the idea is that you move beyond, yeah, NXT, unless they revamp NXT to some degree to be like a showcase, which they could do. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Hey, oh, sorry. But you know what else we're gonna see? The other side of the tunnel, Tom. <laughs> long, smelly. 500 yards of stinking 500 yards I can't of, even imagine. Um, what did I put my hand in? What what, what got in my eye? UTT uh, Rob. But real quick, before we get to that, um, SK is okay, um, yeah. back on the podcast. Her and Freeze just dropped an episode. Uh, but SJ, send us your answer. We'd like to know your answer, too. So um, Everybody. I'm, I'm trying to engage more on, on our social medias, too, but we want to know everybody, our, our listeners' answers to these questions. So, yeah, chime in. You know, if you know, we can try doing different posts for each question and getting people's input on it. We'll, we'll, we'll dabble. We'll figure something out. Yeah, and stay tuned because uh, speaking of Twitter, we do have some uh, some stuff in the pipeline uh, coming up uh, that. Well, once again, we've been talking about it for a year and a half, uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but, yeah, speaking of piss and shit and uh, the other end of the tunnel, we got another question from Rob. People are probably wondering, what the fuck you mean by that, Tom? Well. So Rob's second question is after our discussion of the Shawshank Redemption, which also got brought up quite a bit. 
in our, our chat about the mist. Uh, Rob wants to know who we're subjecting to the the trek through the sewage pipe to get out the other side. Now, who do we want to see escape? This is who we want to force to go through 500 yards. Yeah. Who should be forced to crawl? I mean, really, I know everyone's probably expecting me to say Jay Lethal at this point. (laughs) But really, should be Truth Martini. Because when I think about the majority of the stuff I did not like in 2013, a lot of it was Truth Martini. Yeah. So Truth Martini gets the old shit pipe. Former AAW tag team champion. <laughs> sure is. I know it's the audio only, but uh, Will Will's face right there is priceless. Um, you know what that means, Tom? It means he's a fucking loser. Because <laughs> it means he lost the titles. Um, it means he lost the title. <laughs> fucking loser. Um, God, I mean, I'm trying to think of somebody besides true. I mean, I said we hated scum, but we liked everybody in scum. You know, and I don't hate Red Titus enough to put him through some 500 yards of, you know, pissing shit that I can't even, you know. Red, Red Titus is, is gone. He's not wrestling anymore. That's right. So he can't pick Red Titus. I should have picked him earlier, though, because Red Titus and the Romantic Touch. Probably could pass off his siblings. Yeah. Weird, eh? Have the oh, same initials and everything. Funny how that happens. Yeah, didn't have to change his time. I mean, didn't have to get new tights. Um, I mean, not Caleb Seltzer. Too bad Jim Cornette's not there anymore. Otherwise, that'd be fucking perfect. Ooh, wouldn't it, though? God, Jim Cornette's tailor-made for that. Goddamn. It smells like shit down here. Nobody flush. Shit, yeah, I mean, I know he with R.D. Evans. I know he with Veda Scott. You know, Steve Carino, Steve Carino. I can't think of anybody else besides Truth Martini. Truth Martini is like the answer. Yeah, Michael Elgin, why not? If he can even fit through the pipe. Congo. Congo is pretty fucking useless, so we got people getting stuck in place. Um, but awesome. Obviously, Rob, thank you so much. Um, hopefully you're okay with both of us answering Truth Martini. Um, that would just make for good TV. So thank you, at UTT Rob. And SJ, as always, at Carnival of Chaos. And like our friends from the broadcast, it's with a K. Yeah. But uh, we've got one. Oh, we, we, got, we probably, I, I know I said it mostly as a joke, but we probably have more international listeners than we do listeners in the States. Yeah, as it, as it appears right now for all the interaction we've got so far. So, you know, we'll, we'll definitely. We're an international sensation. We are. I, yeah. 
we're we're the white strap intercontinental title of podcast. On that note, Will, I think we've got uh we've got a uh, one more uh question of dishonor here. Right, as we sit here, the clock chimes midnight and there's only means only one thing. Well, yeah, it is it's not gonna It's midnight oh. Eastern, and Brendan wants us to do a power ranking because AEW, Ring of Honor, and all that, you know, the rankings are back. The standings are back. Yeah. So, Brendan wants us to rank these ROH champions number one to number five. Kevin Steen, Nigel McGuinness. Samoan Joe, Morishima, and Tyler Black. This is a bitch, Jesus. Brendan has him ranked in ascending order. Tyler Black, Morishima, Steen, Nigel at number two, which leaves Samoa Joe for number one. Number one in your heart and mind, Samoa fucking Joe. Ugh. Well, I have to put Morishima at five just for the simple fact I don't have a lot of exposure to Morishima. Same. Same. Uh, that's kind of where it was. I, I bet our rankings are probably going to come up pretty similar. And it's tough. So, it's tough to put Tyler Black who, in. Who, who, who put it number four? Maybe Tyler Black. I mean, obviously, I I love Tyler Black as a, you know, as a, a local celebrity, you know, and everything he's doing right now. But simple fact is, I don't know much about Tyler Black in Ring of Honor yet. That will change, um, especially as I go through um, Kyle from the hardest part of the ring, uh, the Apron Bump podcast or his Ring of Honor reviews. He'll be coming up on Tyler Black here soon. Um I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm putting Nigel at my number four. Really? You guys can put Nigel at three. I I'm, I have I have my Tyler Black at a number three. Okay. I think for me too is when I think about Nigel and I think about Tyler Black, the names I don't think about them being world champion. Like when I think about Nigel, I think about pure championship. Okay. But I don't think about him being the world champion. And, t- and honestly, if you had told me Tyler Black never won the world title, I probably would believe you too. Because again, it's like an under under exposure to that those that time in Ring of Honor. It's like, yeah, he probably won the belt, but it's like I don't know like any of his defenses. I don't know how long his reign or reigns were. Okay, fair enough. All right, next. So, number two. Um, obviously, Brunlin's got Samoa Joe at one. Uh, you know a lot about Samoa Joe, but I got to go Samoa Joe, number two. Um, obviously, I think, I think that's the way I would go, too. I just feel, and I know there's a lot of people who are into... 
Samoa Joe era Ring of Honor. But I feel like the Kevin Steen world title run era of Ring of Honor, a lot of shit for Ring of Honor got was on the rise and getting bigger. And I think that's because of Kevin Steen. Well, and we saw it all. We literally watched his entire reign. I mean, Kevin Steen, you know, us, us Canadians have to stick together. Yeah. Um, and it's no disrespect to Samoa Joe. Obviously, he had the, the great, he's probably the greatest Ring of Honor champion. Maybe, you know, one of the greatest world champions of all time um, in general. But, uh, yeah, I think it was Samoa Joe number two. Just for a simple fact, like, yeah, we literally saw Steen's entire reign. Like, we watched it happen. You know, I'd say in real time, but obviously real time is 10 years later. So, I'll run in this list. Hopefully, we're not uh, on your shit list. Hopefully, your quiz went well. Um, hope you don't mind that we did it last just to, you know, try something different. And What, uh, a, what, a, what a bummer that Steen only had that belt once. Spoiler alert. I mean, you just said that his title ring. Well, yeah, I suppose. I mean, he's he's going to be WWE bound. In August. Yeah. So. But, oh, uh, his, his exit feud is Cliff Compton? Oof. <laughs> no, nah, there will, I, I can almost guarantee you there's another feud in there we'll, he'll have. So we'll, we'll just say that. So. Boy, I um, hope so. <laughs> yeah. But like Wilson, it's midnight his time. It's 11 my time. Um, my cats want their treats. Smoke has been calling me motherfucker over here for a bit. I, I appreciate you willing to push back the start time a little bit. I got to, she asked me to pick a movie to watch while we had dinner and I gave her a couple options and she chose the Batman. Oh, nice. Is that her first time watching it? Yes. Nice. I will, I will get to it. I promise. I watched the, I watched the, I started the original Batman movie, the like the original original from 1966. I watched the uh, not that much the Michael Keaton one for the first time not that long ago. Really, that's a first. Wow, I saw that in a movie theater. Wait, well, you're old. Yeah, I'm experienced. Great Nintendo game too, by the way. So, what did you uh, what you think of that Batman? I liked it. It was good. Soundtrack was good. Prince is amazing. I was never really like a Prince fan. Just gonna, it's like exposure. Yeah, I, I was kind of growing like when I was being more aware of music. Prince wasn't really putting out a ton of music really anymore. Yeah, but one of my coworkers is a big Prince fan. Dude was so now whenever I now whenever I hear a song, I'm always like, "It's Prince, man." When the new hire is like, "I don't get why Prince is so good." It's like, don't talk, like. Just stop talking. Because I had seen, I had a VHS copy of the sequel with Danny DeVito and mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer. Right? Was Schwarzenegger in the third one? He was in Batman Forever, him and Uma Thurman. Was that with uh, Greg Kinnear? Second, right? <laughs> was that? What's. With Greg Kinnear as Batman. Wasn't Greg Kinnear? 
It's terrible. I tried rewatching it. Not good. Yeah, I gotta rewatch all this stuff. So I still gotta watch Killing Joke. So that's gonna be interesting to see. So, but Will, um, thank you as always. Um, looking forward to hanging out with our guest next week. And uh, checking, I am too. Checking out first their first actually, uh, yeah, like actually talking to to these folks. You know, it's gonna be fun to have somebody on who is not a not necessarily a big wrestling watcher. Yeah. So. I hope, hopefully wrestling's finest doesn't suck because if I go to watch that and it's a drag, I'm like, oh man, I asked this guy to commit this time to watch this shit. Yeah. But the TV episode, we know it's going to be fire. Roger Strong, AJ Styles, top prospect tournament. Michael Bennett back. Michael Bennett's back. It's It'll, it'll be a good episode. Actually, callback, I mean, Michael Bennett and Brutal Bob, I mean, obviously, I know they were a quote-unquote faction or stable, but they would actually, you could do the brothers thing, too. Maybe it's just the bald white guy thing, but they're both. You know, know, those white people, they all look the same. I do. I do, so. All right, Will, my friend. Well, thank you, as always. Um, Thank you, Avid Visionaries Globe Media, uh, Shining Wizards Podcast. Thank you to our cats. My cats are looking for treat night. They're getting a little obnoxious here, and uh, thank you to our better halves. Yep, thanks, thanks to the wives. Take they 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 let us do this just as much as Shining Wizards Network and Visionaries Global Media. Yeah, actually, yeah, Faith. I mean, I thought for a while there at the beginning there, I thought Faith was going to be on this episode instead of me. So, um, yeah, could have what what could have been. <laughs> hey, I'm taking her on a date next week that I'm really fucking excited about. So, hell yeah. So, cool. Well, Will, my friend, I'll see you next week. See you next week. All right, later, dude. This has been a Visionaries Global Media production. Visionaries Global Media. Envisioning excellence on a global scale.